Welcome back, everyone, and Happy New Year. Hope you all had an amazing holidays. Today's a quick post I wrote about Sunday Scaries. I, like many of you, felt it pretty bad going into the first work week of the new year and thought there were just some interesting things to unpack. So first recording of the new year, let's get started. I started writing this post on January 2nd as I'm mentally preparing to return to work. It's a short week, my calendar is still fairly light on meetings, and I know everyone else is also getting back in the swing of things. And yet, here I am, watching the sunset at 4 p.m., nursing this anxious pit in my stomach, brought on by the prospect of needing to be any sort of productive tomorrow. Sunday scares are often a sign of a well-deserved break. During my time off, I took another Christmas Day trip to Vegas with my parents, I spent time reading and writing, and even cooked a New Year's Eve feast for my friends. I'm dreading returning to work because a part of me just wishes I had more time to do more of those things. But today's symptoms feel especially acute. There's clearly something else going on here. Why am I dreading doing a job I supposedly really, really enjoy? Why does it feel especially bad tonight? And is there anything I can do about it? I have some thoughts messily bullet pointed in my notes app. I'm... Not going to finish this exercise tonight, but those ideas feel worthwhile to unpack. Why am I dreading work? I decided to use the three whys framework to diagnose my Sunday scaries because, well, PM problem requires a PM framework. It's not rocket science. It just involves asking yourself why three times so you don't immediately jump to the first conclusion. Anyways, here's roughly how the exercise went down. I'm dreading going to work tomorrow. Why am I dreading work? Well, there are emails I need to send, memos I need to write, and presentations I need to start preparing for. There are all these tasks that I just have no motivation to do. Well, why aren't you motivated? I'm doing all this to convince a team to work with us, and I worry that all of this isn't going to be enough to convince them. Why does that scare you? Well, I hate being reminded that I might not be as good at my job as I think I am. Wow, there it is, self-doubt. I've done these tasks countless times before, but without certainty on their outcomes, they just seem so much more perilous. If I'm not careful, I'll fall into the unproductive cycle I often encounter during a crisis of confidence. I worry, I avoid doing what actually needs to get done, I then feel guilty for not getting anything done, and the cycle repeats. And I know how ridiculous this sounds. Advancing a project and stressing over my job performance feel like massive undertakings, even though they're really insignificant in the grand scheme of things. But even if our challenges aren't significant on a cosmic level, goals often represent something we value. Maybe you want to run a marathon because you value challenging yourself. Or perhaps you want to start a business because you value autonomy. For me and this project... It's about being dependable. I value being the guy that can show up and make things happen. If I didn't care about my job, I wouldn't worry about the quality of my work. Indifference leaves no room for worry. So it's comforting to know where my anxiety comes from, but answering I care too much also just feels like empty words. That knowledge is useless unless I can do something about it. So I tried a few things. Staying present. For starters, there's still a good chunk of the weekend left. I don't want to let anxiety ruin what could be 
a great rest of my day. I'm going to text some friends, read a book. Currently really, really enjoying Hangry by Grubhub's founder, Mike Evans. And I plan to stop writing this post so I can make dinner for my parents. I have a lot to be grateful for now, even if the primitive parts of my brain want me to anticipate some perceived threat in the future. Worrying about tomorrow serves no real purpose other than distracting me from hobbies and connecting with people I love. So I'm writing this as a reminder to myself to combat feelings of dread, focus on what's going well, schedule time for activities you enjoy, and stay present and engaged. Reframing discomfort. I hate pitching to other teams, even though my job often requires it. I've done it fairly well in the past, but it's never something I naturally enjoy. I think there are two main reasons for this. One, I just hate asking for help. I prefer to do everything myself, even if assistance can make the whole process less painful. This is definitely an ego thing that I need to work on. The second is just the possibility of rejection still makes me uncomfortable. I could draft the best email, turn on the charm, and give my best sales pitch and ultimately still get rejected. It's one thing to check something off a to-do list and feel confident that you'll be rewarded, but it's another to know that you might not succeed despite your best efforts. I told myself that I'd practice reframing discomfort this year, and this feels like a good opportunity to do so. We all want certainty. We all want to be the triumphant hero of our own story. So step one is just reducing my guilt around feeling anxious. That feeling is neither good nor bad. It's just my body's natural reaction to uncertainty and the possibility of a bruised ego. Step two is reminding myself that regardless of the outcome of these tasks, this work week, and this project, there's something to be gained from this experience. I'll be forced to ask for help. I'll receive feedback on my communication, and I'll practice facilitating discussions with a new group that honestly intimidates me a little bit intellectually. It's also not all about me. You know, my team has invested a ton of time and energy into this project. Letting my own psychological baggage stop me from putting my best foot forward would just be such a disservice to their talent and effort. This is another opportunity to practice consistently showing up for the people you care about. I'm going to remind myself that There's a lot to gain if I can treat this discomfort as an opportunity to grow, regardless of the outcome. Making tiny steps. So I know I'll need to write an email, draft a memo, and prepare for a presentation. Again, those tasks aren't excruciatingly difficult. We've all sent emails, written memos, and given presentations before. But coming off a holiday break and weighed down by self-doubt, it feels like I might as well be climbing Everest. I'm not going to waste time half-assing them tonight, see, staying present. Instead, I'll just make a list of all the first steps I need to take and schedule when I'll do them. So I schedule time to just write the bullet points of my email. I schedule time to actually read the docs that will inform the memo I'm supposed to write. I schedule time to actually schedule time with people I need help from. As you can see, I really, really hate asking for help. All this took less than a few minutes, but started a process of transforming these seemingly insurmountable tasks into something more manageable. It's much needed scaffolding to start my workday with some quick wins rather than staring indecisively at my to-do list wondering where to start. Sometimes all it takes is just a tiny bit of momentum for you to get into the swing of things. Conclusion. So now I'm writing this last part of the blog near the end of the week uh, with the benefit of hindsight. And 
you know, I'm, I'm happy I took the time to evaluate what I was feeling, even if it didn't transform my Sunday scaries into some superhuman state of productivity. In a way, that brief episode of Intense Dread forced me to essentially develop a blueprint for how I'd like to cope with self-doubt moving forward. So I guess it's a pretty good deal. To summarize, you know, anxiety is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just your body reacting to uncertainty about something you care about. Stay present. Don't let something you can't control in the future ruin what's happening right now. Reframe your discomfort. Hard things are supposed to be hard. There's still valuable experience to be gained regardless of what happens. And finally, take a tiny step. That'll give you more clarity and momentum to take on the bigger task. I'll probably slap this on a post-it note somewhere and reread it whenever these feelings start resurfacing. Hopefully they're friendly reminders for you as well. Thank you so much. (laughs) 